0: Hello, what's up? This is Aiden Jones. You're listening to Sitting Under a Tree for Tuesday, the 18th of August, 2020. I feel like there should be more to that. I feel like I want to be more specific on when this is just for the people in the future when they find this historical document. What did the average man... (laughs) I mean, (laughs) oh, that's not what they're going to be... What did the average... What the fuck? What, what is going on? All right, let me think. Stop. How am I feeling? I think I'm feeling a little bit sad. I think I need to get... I need a. I don't think I'm ready right now. I almost wanted to fucking turn that off just then. I wanted to turn off and start and just stop and recording it. Fuck. Oh... Let me fucking just check in. It's, uh, what's the time? It's 3.56pm. That's more specific. There we go. I can get more specific than the date. The time, 3.56pm. The place, my room. (laughs) Brunswick East, 3.056. Do I want to give my address out on the podcast? Not particularly. Most of you guys know where I live anyway. And to be honest, actually, if you message me, even if I don't know you, I'll probably tell you because I'm not fucking scared of you. (laughs) Even if I don't know who you are, even if you threaten me, I'll probably tell you where I'll live. Come, yeah, fucking all right, cunt. Come and fucking say it to my face. (laughs) All right, there we are. Defensive. Now I feel like I'm at a base level that feels comfortable for the podcast. <laughs> I was worried there for a second. I felt too vulnerable. I wanted to stop and try again, but now I feel like I'm attacking people for no reason, which is a great place to get to, to start my fucking podcast for the week. I reckon. Thank you guys for listening. Um, I uh, appreciate you tuning in, picking my podcast to listen to. If you're a new listener, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, What is this? The podcast where I ask the question every week. What is this? (laughs) And why am I doing it? Um, Yeah, man, I'm feeling okay, I guess. I do. I have been feeling a little bit sad this week. Stage four lockdown really getting on top of me. We are two weeks in officially six i think that today's day 16 i think of this uh what's six times seven come on aiden quick 42 day lockdown what's that 42 and a six i mean we're fucking we're a third of the way through this new lockdown and uh and i've been thinking about the past a lot this week which is never healthy is it um, I'm trying to live in the moment, but all I can think about is all the things that I'm not allowed to do. And I guess it feels like because I'm like we are only this far in. It's like, I mean, the most depressing, <clears throat> the most depressing thing for me to think about is that the Edinburgh Fringe would be happening right now. Um, we would have just passed the second weekend of the Fringe. Right now, this week actually would be the middle week of the Fringe, which is like the fu- the Edinburgh Fringe, man. The middle week is the best, the best bit because it's really ki- like the second and third weekends are the two best ones. And the middle week in between those two weekends, it just feels like it's never going to end. Um, and that would have been this week. And the most depressing thing for me to contemplate is that the Edinburgh Fringe? The time that it would have been could be entirely contained and is entirely entirely contained within this stage four lockdown in Melbourne, meaning the Edinburgh Fringe would begin and end during the time that the stage four lockdown is like you know on. And I've been listening to fucking twenty five days, which I've recommended last week or maybe the week before. If you're not listening to that podcast and you in any way uh, connected to the Edinburgh Fringe, and you're mourning the loss of it, go and fucking do yourself a favor, man. Twenty-five days is one of the funniest podcasts. I uh, just—it's so fun. Stop listening to this and go and listen to that. I reckon because uh, those guys are just as sad as me, and they're all, but they're funnier as well. <laughs> and there's three of them, you know. So when one of them has an insane idea, the other two can be like, "That's crazy." You know, you're crazy when you say that, right? And they keep each other accountable. Whereas me, I'm just allowing myself to fucking go out fucking... You know, there's no fisherman on the end of this line reeling the fish back in. The fish is just swimming and swimming and swimming. And after 40 minutes, he goes, I reckon that makes perfect sense. (laughs) And then puts it out into the world. Um, Yeah, I just... I've been fucking so bummed. Like... I was thinking about my favourite moments of. Uh, the, oh, okay. Actually, I'll tell you guys this. I this is. A, I've been talking a lot about crying lately, and uh, I had a weird cry <laughs> the other day. I had a very weird cry. I put it to um, to the guys in our group chat. I was like, "Hey, I know I'm probably opening a can of worms here, but what are your favourite moments?" of the fringe and uh, one of the guys said his favorite moment. And I think this unknowingly is exactly what I was looking for someone to say. And it was Knox who said it. He said that my favorite moment is, um, or just like the best moments are when you walk out of a show and cause at the, you know, comics we're doing like four, five, six shows a day. Almost everyone is doing that many um because of the nature of like stand-up shows there's a, a lot of like 10 minute short spots so you can do heaps of them and uh walking out of a show and you've just done the show and it's like you know gone well and then you walk out of the bar or the venue or whatever it is onto the street and you turn and you can see edinburgh castle like right there and it hits you in that moment oh my god i am in edinburgh in the city of edinburgh in scotland doing stand up comedy and uh you know like i'm i'm doing it in another country and it's just this is the fucking you know i love doing this thing and there it is and uh yeah just the absurdity of it really kind of hits you and it's like so exciting and joyful like i'm doing this fucking thing that i love and whatever and he said that and uh i started laughing because i know that exact moment and i've I've relished and savored that exact moment and I started laughing and then in the middle of my laugh I started crying like I started weeping like heaving and not it wasn't like I don't know it was a weird cry man it was a very fucking like the sound was still a laughing sound but there were tears and i've never had a fucking feeling like that before you know i like to think of myself as a bit of a connoisseur of the feeling <laughs> a bit of an emotional uh, an emotional explorer if you will <laughs> how much of a fucking arrogant thing is that to say i like to think that i've really experienced most of the range of human emotion that you can feel you know and that that was a new one even for me someone who is very brave I genuinely think that is how I consider myself, which is fucked, isn't it? I was listening to um, Hardcore History the other day, um, and uh, it's this podcast. They talk about he goes like in depth on you know big moments in history and like World War One and World War Two and like things in ancient history as well, whatever. And they did this virtual reality experience where you can experience. Uh, World War 1 like in the trenches as realistically as you can and um like as close as is practical and possible with like VR headsets and he was talking about how in the development of the experience they went into the idea of like oh we shouldn't put that in there because it might genuinely hurt people and he was like well World War 1 did hurt people you know how close do we want to go to the reality of this Um, and obviously like people died and you can never recreate that, but where do you draw the line in terms of recreating an experience so that people can have that experience? Because isn't that what everyone is kind of trying to do in, you know, when we talk about like, you know, going to a movie or a play or stand up or music or whatever it is, you're trying to feel stuff and have experiences. And I think that's what anyone is looking for when they, Maybe even in podcasts as well. Maybe this, maybe that's what I'm giving you right now is a real experience. I don't know about that, uh, <laughs> but ideally, right? I genuinely think when people go and see a live show, that's what everyone wants is to to go and see something incredible, right, and amazing. Um. And this virtual reality experience is like a thing like that. What do you do when you go when you buy this virtual reality experience and you you fucking have it is you um you want to experience something unique, right? Um, and and unlike anything that you've had in your life, or get as close as you can to the feeling that those people had when they were there. And where do you draw the line? Ah, oh, you guys get it, yeah like are there rats are they actually going to get I think they did it once they had a live one where you could go to an actual like some warehouse in fucking LA or wherever and you put the headsets on but then that also set up like actual physical trenches so while you're looking in the headset you're walking around this warehouse and there's like a trench that you can climb in and there's like it's cold maybe there's like a guy throwing ice on you maybe they have an actual rat that they haven't fed for a week and they like throw it at you (laughs) (laughs) and the rat's got those little, you know, those little balls that are like computer sensors or whatever, and it puts it in the thing. So when you swat the rat away in your VR headset goggles, you're actually swatting a real rat that if you let it bite you, you're going to have rabies for the rest of your life. How realistic. Where do you draw the line? Anyway, what was I talking about? Um, Having feelings. I don't know. I've got a lot of feelings. Um, I've got... I'm, on paper it's like I I've actually just wrote in my diary I think the last few weeks have been really good but I've, yeah it's, it's fucking ups and downs man the, like I've been doing a lot of gardening this week and I'm feeling very good about my gardening I was on the phone to uh, this is going to be the picture for the podcast this week Oh, oh, I have fucking... How long have I gone in? Almost 12 minutes, no tea. Fucking hell, bro. Give me another sip of that tea. Oh. (sighs) I saw a bee yesterday. I saw a bee. That's the picture for this week is going to be a picture of this bee that I saw. The first bee of spring. I was on the phone with my mum and uh, I was just like, I called my mom because I was gonna see if uh, the piano that I played when I was, you know, in high school and shit, it's still at her house. And I was like, "Can I have it?" And you know, bring it here. And she was like, "No, I like it." And I was like, "Okay, I think I'm gonna buy a piano anyway." I'll talk about that later. Um, and then so it started as that. But then I was just talking to her about like, you know, I'm bummed and I'm angry because I can't do stand up and this just sucks and I'm sad. And I was walking around my garden. And, uh, I saw a bee and like my bean, my fucking broad brain, broad, broad brain, uh, my broad fuck. I can't say it. <laughs> I'll edit that in <laughs> I'll just, it'll be me sitting in my room after this for half an hour, trying to get broad bean, right? Broad bean. I'll get like, take it in, you know, different ways, broad bean, but like, imagine you're talking to your mum, broad bean. But imagine you're like you know talking to your mum, but you're kind of sad. Okay, broad bean. <laughs> how am I? How could I? Inv- how could I convey my full experience of emotion that I've been feeling for the last week and put it into the phrase broad bean? All right, I'm in lockdown. I, I I've uh, been a comedian for eight years. I can't do that right now. I feel sad, but I'm still trying to be. Uh, like happy and live my life and not let life come to me but I'm still trying to attack life with the same vigor that I did when I was doing the thing that I wanted to do but I don't know what the new direction is for my life alright broad bean <laughs> that's a good acting exercise isn't it for you guys at home how could you convey the feelings that you're experiencing right now in your life In the phrase broadband, I'll give you, we'll do it right now. All right. You ready? You're going to do it. You're going to do it. You're going to say it out loud. Three, two, one. (laughs) Did you say it? You fucking psycho. (laughs) If you didn't say it, you've let me down. You've really let me down because I said it. I'm going to say it right now. Broad bean no, it's, I feel nothing. I'm, I'm, I, I've, I've been dishonest with you guys. When I say broad bean, I feel nothing. I feel absolutely nothing. Um, anyway, so my broad bean spread, my broad bean plants have started to flower and, um, I, uh, I've not from working from doing my horticulture course. I've learned that when they start to flower, the, what a flower is, It when things turn to fruit, it's the ovary of the plant. And sometimes it's ahead of the flower, sometimes it's behind the flower. But either way, it's the ovary swells up and becomes fruit. How cool is that? And uh, I think a bean is a kind of fruit. Yeah. T- technically, botanically, a bean is fruit. And so... I was like, okay, they're flowering now, so that means they need to be pollinated and then the ovaries will swell up and they'll turn into beans. So me seeing that their fucking flowers are there, I know now from studying horticulture for three fucking weeks, probably the one thing that I've learned is that's going to be beans soon. And so I'm walking around, I'm on the phone to my mum, it's a sunny day, it's been quite nice weather. I feel like also the weather in Melbourne in the last week or two has kind of turned. We've gone from having this really cold, bitter fucking cold, Days And mornings and needing the heater on all the time So like it's actually been okay It's been sunny The sun's been warm It's still cold but the sun is warm And uh I'm on the phone to my mum Saying all this fucking shitty uh, You know just whinging to her basically And then I saw this bee Going into the flowers of the broad beans And I was like that's it That's fucking You know change It was a symbol It's symbolized I put a lot of meaning on that bee and I got really excited about it. I was on the phone. I was like, "Mom, shut up. Stop, shut up. I'm just going to take a photo of this bee. And while I was on the phone to I got my phone, like, you know, and took a fucking photo of the bee and it stayed there in the sun and let me take a photo of it. While it was in the flower, it was doing its whole thing. And I made those fucking plants grow, motherfucker. It was really exciting. And... Uh, And in that moment, I think my mum knew that I was going to be okay. (laughs) I say that in my ironic detachment voice, but, you know, I kind of believe that as well. It was like me going, look, mum, I'm sad, but I'm taking pictures of bees, so I'm all right, you know? Um, Yeah, that felt fucking nice. (sighs) Here's something that's made me laugh this week that I'm going to try. I'm going to try and do this on the pod. Let me fucking get this here. So my brother, this actually made me so fucking happy this week. My brother in uh, Adelaide was telling me, so my, where my mum lives in Adelaide, there's uh used to be the Coke factory. And it's kind of like, you know, everyone in Adelaide, and if you grew up in Adelaide, you know where the Coke factory is. And it's this big building, but the Coke, Like, they don't make coke there anymore. A few years ago, they took all the shit away, I guess. I don't know. They've moved to a new place I don't know I don't know what happened you gotta understand the coke factory isn't there anymore but when the coke factory isn't there anymore they don't like burn the building down they're like well the building is too sad now it can only ever be made for fucking use for making coke and now that they don't make coke there I guess we got to burn the building down no they're going to use the building for something else because that's how buildings work and what they've decided to use it for is there it's a place where you can go and throw axes And I didn't know that that was a thing that you could do. But evidently it's like a new, it feels like it's a new business or it's like a new fad or I don't know. It's a new fucking thing that you can do. Like, Like, you know, sometimes you might go and play golf or go to an escape room that was like a thing or paintball. Or now a new one is you can go to a place and throw fucking axes. And um that's the building that's there now, like a fucking a few blocks away from my mum's house, and it's called Maniacs. And I went online and I looked at some of their like advertising and their Instagram and boy is it fucking great. And I'm just gonna fucking I'm gonna play it now, right? On the pod. Um And as I play it, I'm going to try and describe to you what this is because there's an ad that the guy, they're going for this whole lumberjack vibe and uh, I don't know if it's the guy who owns it or just the most lumberjack looking dude who works for the company but they've got him doing an ad and just, I mean, listen to how great this is.
1: G'day, I'm Tim from Maniac Axe Throwing. Do you like sport? Do you play soccer? Do you throw darts? That's cute. We throw axes.
0: <laughs> before I go on, he was wearing a Viking helmet, like a plastic Viking helmet from a $2 shop, and then when he says that's cute, he just throws it off to the side. All right, sick.
1: Not sure you can throw an axe? Let's ask Charlie. Charlie, could you throw an axe before you started throwing axes? Hell no. Can you throw an axe now that you're an axe thrower? Absolutely. too.
0: this guy charlie is standing there on like he walks up to him on the camera and charlie's standing there like yo man like it's a it's all very masculine i like that it's all very masculine but it's so silly i'm i oh and they've bleeped over his mouth there it's like swear words fuck yeah brother hell fucking yeah i can throw an axe now i think charlie's about to throw an axe
1: just $25 a week, you'll get access to 8 weeks of NATF sanctioned goodness. And all of this.
0: I wonder how long you could throw axes for before you get bored of throwing axes. I feel like I'd really put my shoulder out Like throwing an axe with one hand? I was working at the fucking gardening thing the other day and just lifting a thing of fertilizer. I lifted it weird and I feel like my shoulder's gone. And it's like, I guess you just go for three weeks and you fuck your shoulder up and then you're like, well, that was a good... I I want to shit on this thing because it seems so strange to me that it's like axe throwing as a whole business, you know? Because... I mean, surely it's just a one-time novelty thing, right? It's just like you go, you throw an axe. You're like, yeah, it's like a lot of the stuff on their website. There was one thing that's like normally after 10 tries, you can do it. And it's like, okay, 10 tries, you can do it. But I mean, after that, how hard can it be? I think what I'm saying is I'm going to go and do this next time I'm in Adelaide. Me and my mum and my brother are going to go to maniacs and we're going to throw axes. And in that regard, the advertising has definitely worked. Like it's made me think, oh, this is fucking dumb. And then the next thought is I'm going to go and do it because like, anyway, here's the rest of the thing. Uh, Oh, fuck, I loved that so much. Some guy's about to throw an axe and the main dude walks up and, like, holds his elbow. He's like, oh, and, like, repositions it. It looks like the guy's throwing a plastic axe as well. Maybe you get, like, little plastic axes when you start off and then once they feel like you're ready, then you graduate to – it's like getting your pen licence, you know, if you could fucking – that's what I think as well. It doesn't look – I mean, I'm sure it is very safe, but – I mean, if you just let go at the wrong time, the axe is going to come around and chop your toe off. How long until there's a fucking a massive accident at one... <laughs> accident. All right.
1: When I say access to all of this, I mean access to the best throwing coaches in...
0: Access? <laughs> I should be working for the marketing team and this guy, at, you know, like an axe. Access, act, we don't want any accident <laughs> Oh god I hate myself more than this I fucking respect to these guys for not making all the axe acts- Puns that they could have made Or maybe they don't know And maybe I should send them this video and be like Dude, you can give me my fucking fee Whenever you like Because I've just written you a whole new commercial
1: In the country now you're all out of excuses. There's only one thing left to do. Head to our website, maniacs.com.au. Sign yourself up for the next season of our league.
0: <laughs> I mean, I love it. I think I love it. I think this is the greatest new business to, uh, to appear in Australia since... I mean, what was the last great new business to appear in Australia? I don't even know. I, just, I think this is a, a great bunch of entrepreneurs taking their anger out in a healthy way. I thought it was interesting that he called people who throw darts soft because people who throw darts are normally, I don't know if this is true, but the stereotype I have in my heads of darts competitions is like a bunch of red-faced, I mean, you know what I mean, racists. <laughs> people who throw darts are racists and racists not. Really used to be being called cute, you know. Maybe that's what I like about this. It seems quite progressive. The whole bearded lumberjack vibe is, uh, is very, it's like a modern socially progressive thing. They had like women in their, you know, in their video. I guess if you thought, who's throwing axes, you'd think, guys, nah, man, chicks can do it too. Everyone can fucking do it. All right, go throwing it anyway. I don't know what I'm fucking talking about. This week, for the first time, <laughs> this doesn't feel like it's a very good app, to be honest. I don't feel like I'm in my groove right now. But who cares? Because I've been approached to do uh, uh, to have ad copy in my podcast, and what I need to do is take a break now. And I think there's going to be an ad in here. If we can get, I don't know if it's going to work. This is the first time I've done it, so there's going to be an ad right now. And, and, and either there's going to be an ad now for like 30 seconds or I'm just going to keep talking
2: Ever wanted to break out of your cubicle and into a business where you can call the shots? You Break Eye Fix is looking for passionate self-starters interested in a franchise opportunity in the booming electronics repair industry At You Break I Fix we help reconnect people to the devices that they rely on so that they can get back to what matters most And it's also easy to visit youbreakifix.com forward slash franchising and learn more about your big break at your very own you break i fix.
0: Alright, that's it. How was the ad? Was it good? <sighs> I was a little bit worried about how this podcast was gonna go. <clears throat> I don't know, man. I think my mood is it's been fucking weird. I think I do feel a bit sad. I think I need to get on that level. I think I need to accept that and stop trying to trying so hard to make myself laugh and just arrive in the room. Stop trying to force it. Stop trying to be fucking Mr. Podcast host and just be Aiden Jones, man, human, friend, brother, son, and uh, future axe thrower. <laughs> I don't know what the ad was going to be. I'm going to listen back and see what the ad was for. The one thing is I was like, I hope it's not going to be for, you know, I hope it's not for dart throwing because I will not condone racism on my podcast. If anyone throws darts and you're listening, message me and prove to me that you're not a racist. All right. Because as far as I'm concerned, everyone who throws darts is at least on some level, you, you know, a bit far. I just, that's been my experience. All right. Don't, don't go... You Look, you can't speak to my experience. I know that might not be everyone's experience of dart throwers, but for me, personally, everyone who I've met who throws darts... Pretty fucking racist. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. All right. I've actually never met someone who throws darts professionally or otherwise, or even socially at all. Mm. I did get a cool thing this week that I think I'm going to do. I got a message from... Uh, on my Instagram... I just, I'm fucking looking for ways to keep myself busy, you know, I've been, uh, playing The Witcher 3, I'm up to 60, yeah, 60 hours of gameplay so far, um, yesterday the quest that I did was, uh, my guy had to write a play, and he was in a play, (laughs) it was great, um, I got this message off my Instagram though, um, from, uh, the title was Sponsored Collaboration by Bliss Body, I'm in the mood for selling out this week, I'm fucking every angle man, put ads on my podcast, do free advertising for maniacs, and here I've had an offer to be Instagram partners with a uh, Sponsored Collaboration by Bliss Body, hi Aiden, my name is Boop, and I am the head of PR, the international brand, Bliss Body. We came across your Instagram profile Aiden Aiden Taco Jones which isn't the name of my profile anymore so this must be quite old and love your style we'd love to have you as one of our brand ambassadors to celebrate our new men's odyssey collection. We want to give you a free watch so you can post a picture of you wearing it and drive more exposure to our brand. Being an ambassador will also get you commission from the sponsored posts, an easy way of making money with Instagram. I'll leave below some key points. Here's the selling points. All right. Uh, You'll get a discount code so you can earn 25% commission per sale. Our Instagram page page is at myblissbody. Ambassadors have to cover shipping, which depends on their country. Ambassadors are 40% off store wide. Meet amazing new friends. I liked that one. That's a key point. (laughs) I don't know how I would meet new friends. (laughs) That seems like a weird like a a non sequitur to me take a picture of yourself wearing our watch meet new friends (laughs) it's like they know that i'm lonely um if this first collab goes well we can set up another smiley face chance to be featured on bliss body instagram how does that sound let me know if you're interested so we can move forward with this and i'll send all the details plus show the watch i look forward to hearing from you this person from bliss body in London, in London, international brand bliss body. And look, obviously when I get that, my first instinct is like, they haven't actually looked at my page. They just are sending this out to heaps of people. And so fuck that. This is spam. But when I look like, when I think about it, I'm like, what have I got to lose? Here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking. (laughs) Yeah. My voice just broke. Mm -mm, mm -mm -mm. Here's what I'm thinking Is I don't like I don't have any integrity on my Instagram page Like I'm like oh how could I sell out like that But what does that mean Sell out on my Instagram page That I what Is it like an artistic medium that I'm trying to No I I fucking It's just like shit that I post And I I mean I don't think I have that great a style to be honest But it's just where I fucking post shit I don't even know why I have Instagram. Why do I have Instagram? Why do I have Instagram? Because it's a good way to... I can post stuff and then people like it and it makes me feel good. Yeah, I think that's why I have Instagram. And I don't reckon... I guess the only thing is if I posted a picture of me genuinely... here. Alright, if I post a picture of me genuinely trying to sell... This watch like hey man i'm fucking here's me and you know this watch is really good (laughs) If, (laughs) if i actually was like hey guys just a quick shout out to you guys my fans i always try and look my best and a big part of that is accessorizing and a great way i love to accessorize is with this fucking watch from Bliss Body, man, or whatever—that would be disgusting, all right. But if I did it, if I was just honest and I went, "Oi, <clears throat> this," sorry, I've just cleared my mouth into the microphone. That's very unprofessional. Sorry. Ahem! <laughs> if I was, if I was just like, hey, I got this. What I got these people that I've never heard of emailed me and they gave me this watch. And to, to have it, I just had to take a picture of me wearing it. And if like, it's not even that good, but you know, here's the picture. Would that get likes? Would people like that? I don't know. If I was just honest about it, I reckon it would be fine. I wouldn't feel gross and I would still get a free watch. So I think I want to do it. Yeah. Is that fine? And like they, I'm, I'm just trying to think, am I being an asshole? If I message this person back and go... Yes, I'll take your free watch and I'll post a picture of me. Am I an asshole for them posting a picture that isn't, like, that isn't... Like, if I don't like the watch and then I say that, is that bad? I don't think it's that bad, to just be honest. I just have to be honest. So, yeah, I'm going to... I think what I'm going to do this week is I'm going to email this person back and say, yes, I'll have one of your fucking watches, mate. And the idea that I had... (laughs) was uh, the picture is just of me in just my underpants and like a covid mask in front of the mirror wearing the watch that's pretty fun. I reckon that's funny just me naked going like there's not a lot of things that are important in this time uh one of them is my mask and the other is my bliss body ready <laughs> because i know what time it is it's time because i need to know how long i've been out for on my one hour of exercise you only get one hour of exercise every day and how am i going to know like there's three things that you need to leave the house right you can't go naked so i got to fucking cover my dick and balls and asshole and uh and i need my mask and i need my watch to know how long i've been out for like you know because you're only allowed an hour of exercise a day that's a pretty good fucking right there done that's the ad campaign that's what i'm gonna do fuck yeah you know what i reckon then that kind of feels like the end of the podcast this week i think i've said everything i want to say i do want to talk about the song real quick but then we'll be done um the song this week which i'm not going to play songs anymore because if i've got Oh, it just all feels different. It's all changing. Um, If I'm putting an ad in the middle, I can't play the song at the end because I don't have the rights to the song and I might be making money off the ad. So uh, I won't play it, but the song that I've been listening to all week has been uh, this dude, Kofi Stone, man. It's exactly the kind of like mellow English hip-hop that I've been listening to a lot lately. And um, there's uh, this song called Stepfather, which is... uh, it's for, uh, like, I really identify with the anger. Maybe it's the anger that I identify with right now rather than the situation of, like in the song, he's, it's addressed to his stepfather. Some of the lyrics are, I hate you, Tony, because you made my mother cry. I hate you, Tony. I can't even remember the other line, but it's at his stepfather who like, evidently this guy, Tony, came into their lives because uh, he was dating his mum, but the guy had like another family and didn't treat his mum right and made his mum all sad. But like she kept coming back to him because whatever. And uh, this dude just kept treating his mum like a piece of shit. And so he's written this song that's like fuck you. And um, the the emotion in it is so strong. And I don't know if you guys get this when you listen to a song. I'll try and twist the lyrics to make it about my life. So that I can relate more to the feeling in the song because I'm enjoying the song so much and I want to be able to say the things that he's saying, you know, so I can like imagine that it's me. um, And so, in my like, where he's rapping about how he, he fucking hates his stepdad, and I'm in my head saying the same words, going like, yeah, I fucking hate my stepdad. But I don't like, I don't even really have a stepdad. I'd have a dad who's not my biological dad, but. He's my dad And I love him And he You know He didn't have Another family Or uh, uh, Didn't treat my mum Bad at all He treated her great For a long time Um But listening to this song I'm kind of like I wish he did So I could enjoy the song more <laughs> I wish I'd gone through The same stuff as Kofi So we could like Be bros You know And on a deeper level Um Anyway It's a great song Check it out <sighs> And other than that, have a great week, man. Thank you guys so much for listening to the pod. I've been Aiden Jones, sitting under a tree. Peace.